Coming up in this episode of The Wheelhouse, the first arena of accomplishment-driven leadership, captainship. Stay tuned. Welcome to Season 3 of The Wheelhouse. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Chandler, CEO of Students Matter. In this season, we'll mix interviews and conversations with in-depth thinking around one of our four foundational components of our framework, accomplishment-driven leadership. We'll explore the five arenas of ADL, how to plot a growth trajectory, and then how to use those arenas to do what matters most, serve our students by growing our people. We believe it's our priority as educators to prove to each student and to each teacher that they are both distinctive and irreplaceable. Together, let's continue to step up to this incredibly important challenge and add additional tools and skills right into our wheelhouse. Hello and welcome to episode two of season three of The Wheelhouse. So today we're going to talk about captainship, one of the five arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership. But let's just take a moment and just briefly recap some of the big ideas that we talked about in episode one. So in episode one, we really defined accomplishment-driven leadership, and we talked about the fact that that was going to be our focus for the entire season, uh, or the entire season three. And accomplishment-driven leadership, it has to be more than just a manager. It has to be more than just a good teacher. And at their core, accomplishment-driven leaders must be deeply committed to a strategic vision and deeply committed to growing, guiding, and nurturing their team members if they have any hope of reaching their desired destination. And we talked about in our last episode, what is it that you bring to the table as a leader? Five really important questions. Who are you? What do you bring to the work? What do you stand for? How committed are you to the vision? How are you going to get it done? And finally, how do you grow and evolve yourself as a leader along the way? And what does it take to really grow someone? There's a relationship, a connectedness. There are skills the leaders need, the leader needs. We call those the arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, and we've developed rubrics for those. There's the time it takes to do the work which we define as the trajectory. And then there's a growth trajectory for ourselves, and that is using what we've called the leader's compass for plotting a growth trajectory. There's time to deeply know and understand those we seek to grow, and we have a tool called the schema to help us with that. And then there are the actions that we take to move our teams forward, and we call that setting course. So today, let's look at just the first of five arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, and we call this arena captainship. Now, this has evolved over time, and we're going to talk a little bit about that, but let's just think about the post of captain, the one who's in command, 
the one in the forefront, the one who supervises or directs the work of others. And what is it that we are directing it for? And what does it mean to be at the helm? So we define captainship uh, and we, we use public impacts uh, definition of uh, team leadership here to say that, that is assuming authoritative leadership of a group of people for the benefit of an organization. And we are, you know, as, as this work evolves and as we work with, with leaders across the country, you know, let's take a couple of those words, right, and just really think about those. By authoritative, we mean influential. Because accomplishment-driven leadership is not simply telling somebody what to do. It's about growing their own skills right, and bringing everybody forward, right, to work together toward that strategic vision. So when we think of the word authoritative, I tend to think of the word influential. How is it that we're going to influence those people that we are responsible for? And leadership, you know, I think of the word control, but not in a negative sense, as in I make all the decisions and everybody does what I tell them to do. I think of control as, you know, when you're at the helm of a ship, you you are you, you are in control of that ship, which means you're guiding and steering. And I think of control in that way as a guiding and steering role rather than one that just calls the shots. Leaders with this arena captainship, create strong teams, you know, or if you want to continue in our nautical or maritime metaphor, we can call those crews, we can call those units, you can call them teams, but they are groups of people who communicate, who collaborate, and who calibrate effectively to achieve these common goals or this strategic vision. And Robin Jackson would call that the core values of an organization. So why did we change the language? If you were in season two, we called this arena team leadership, and now we refer to it as captainship. And why did we change the language? For a couple of reasons. One, I think it fits better with our metaphor. It's the captain who steers. It's the captain who assumes responsibility for everyone on his or her ship. And there are multiple definitions of teams within a district and within a, a building. And I think when you think of captainship, I think you automatically get a, a connotation, if you will, of what it is that we that, that it is that we're talking about. Uh, and I think that that is a really important uh, connotation to think about when we think about this particular arena. So I think it's a stronger word, at least for us in the work that we do um, with accomplishment driven leadership. And I also think that it's cleaner in terms of, being more inclusive. So when we think about leaders, we think about district leaders, we think about building leaders, we think about teacher leaders, and we also think about classroom teachers. And so sometimes the word team, for some people, they automatically think that if we're talking about team leadership, then we're talking about 
you know, we, we're not we're not at all talking about classroom teachers, or we're not talking about teacher leaders. And I think we absolutely are, because I think if you really look at it, every every adult in the organization is a leader over uh, at some point. And I think this captainship gives us a little bit better um, is, is is more inclusive, right? Because you think about. Uh, I think it's easier for a teacher to think about their classroom as a crew or a unit of which they are the captain and a principal thinking about her groups of teachers and, and, you know, or her leadership team. And then of that team, she is the captain. And so I think it's just for us, it's a stronger word that really, really better defines what we mean in that work. So crews or units, right, or teams, if you will, they have to be created and they've got to be grown. And it takes a lot of work to create effective crews, teams, or units. You have to think about, in some cases, you have to think about who you invite to be on that crew or that unit. You've got to establish a common understanding of that strategic vision. You've got to think about mindset and you got to get people in the in the place where they can approach the work from a growth mindset. You got to think about morale and getting people excited about the work, right? And you've really got to make sure that you have open, honest dialogue so that you can bring that group, that unit, that team. I really like the word unit because it, you know, when you think about a unit, you think about it being very cohesive, um, very coherent. Uh, you think about uh, effective communication, working really well collaboratively together, calibrating or measuring along the way. So I really like that term um, as we think about kind of redefining some of the groups of people that we that we work with. So as I'm getting ready to record today and I'm checking LinkedIn, I see this great quote from uh, an organization called Purpose-Centered Leadership. And it's fits perfectly to what we're talking about today with captainship, right? And that is build a team so strong, no one can point out the leader. Build a team so strong, no one can point out the leader. And we think about that, that's the role of captainship one of those five arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership. And when you think about that, we've developed a rubric to help uh, those who are on this journey to become accomplishment-driven leaders, to help them think about each of the five arenas and whether or not and to what degree they have though that particular skill area to do the work. And in each of those rubrics, we use four major um, categories uh, on that continuum, from inadequate to fundamental to beneficial and to noteworthy. And as we think about captainship, if we are at that inadequate stage, then we are not leading, right? We're just simply, you know, organizing and bringing together a unit, a group of people, and we are letting others um, lead the way. We are not providing any leadership, and that is that inadequate level of, of captainship. 
at the fundamental level, we're really thinking about logistics, right? How do we get this team organized? And, you know, what is it that we need to do to keep people informed, to, you know, to manage the team and make sure that everybody's treated well? And that's a fundamental level, but that's not going to get us where we want to go. And we think about what we define as beneficial, and that is that leading that team or that unit in order to get results. And that means moving us closer and closer to our strategic vision, to our core values, to you know the language that you want to use as the captain to identify that common goal that we are bringing everybody closer and closer to. And then at that noteworthy stage, we see this, what some call discretionary effort, right? What's it mean when we have discretionary effort? It means that we do whatever it is that we do because we want to do it. And I think that's the ultimate goal of captainship is to move a, a unit or a team or a group, whatever word you want to use here to this point where we are, everybody on the team is using their discretionary effort or the work that they're doing, the work that needs to be done because they want to do that work because they know it brings the organization closer and closer to that strategic vision. And I think that's probably what that organization that I quoted earlier, purpose-centered leadership, right? Build a team so strong, no one can point out the leader. And that's because using our, our skills of captainship, we have moved everybody to the point where they have the skill and the will and the discretionary effort and desire to move the organization closer and closer to that strategic vision. And that's the ultimate goal of captainship, whether that is the building principal working with her leadership team, whether that is the classroom teacher working with getting her students closer and closer to where she or he wants them to be, you know, by a particular time of the year, uh, and as a superintendent or district leader, it's about bringing your team together and moving the organization and the district closer and closer to that particular goal. And this, and this isn't the only skill that we need. This is one of five that we talk about in accomplishment-driven leadership, and it requires really good communication skills and honesty and responsibility and the ability to motivate other people. Um, you got to be able to build relationships. We got to be able to guide and steer, which is where that whole idea and that image of the captain comes into play. Simon Sinek says, a leader's job is not to do the work for others. It's to help others figure out how to do it themselves, to get things done, and to succeed beyond what they thought possible. And I think that is really an important part of, or captainship plays an important part in that role. And there are other skills, poise, guidance, 
contemplation and realization. We're going to need all five of those. And today we're focusing just on captainship in order to do just that, to help others figure out how to do it themselves, to get things done and to succeed beyond what they thought possible. Thank you for your wisdom, Simon Sinek. And so again, as I get ready to leave you in this episode, think about this idea of captainship as the first of five arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership. Assuming influential control of a group for the benefit of an organization. And that benefit is the organization's strategic vision, right? Using, you know, kind of capitalizing on public impacts definition, assuming authoritative leadership of a group for the benefit of an organization. Think about authority in terms of influence and leadership in terms of control and steerage and guidance of that group of people closer and closer toward that strategic vision. In our course, Positioning Accomplishment-Driven Leadership, we've got tools, very specific tools, uh, which we call the Leader's Compass. We, uh, we have a rubric for captainship and for each of the other areas and guided support to grow you in that particular arena and in the other four arenas as well. Next week, in episode three, of the wheelhouse, we'll move on to our second arena of accomplishment-driven leadership, which we call poise. I'll see you next week. And that wraps up another episode of the wheelhouse. New episodes of season three drop every Monday afternoon, beginning September 27th and running through December 13th. We'll take a break for the holidays and return with season four in early 2022. The Wheelhouse is a production of Students Matter LLC. Our show's theme music, Off We Go, was written and performed by Cody Martin and obtained through soundstripe.com. If you'd like to explore this topic further and take our online course on accomplishment-driven leadership, or if you have something you'd like to share, or even a leadership problem you'd like to see us address, drop us a line at registrar.learningtogetheracademy at ourstudentsmatter.org. Again, that email address is registrar.learningtogetheracademy at ourstudentsmatter.org. You can find me on Twitter at Grant A. Chandler or LinkedIn at Grant Chandler PhD. And of course, stop by our website and check out what we offer at www.ourstudentsmatter.org. You can subscribe to this podcast on either iTunes or Spotify. And it can also be found on our website at Captivate. That's HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash the-wheelhouse.captivate.fm slash episodes. If you'd like our show, please leave us a review. I'd love to hear what you like. Season three of The Wheelhouse is dedicated to the memory and legacy of John, a dear friend and sitting superintendent who fought a courageous battle against cancer but lost the good fight today on the very day we were in the studio recording for season three. John was fiercely dedicated to the four pillars of our work, the contemplative educator, accomplishment-driven leadership, superior instruction, 
and even more so to powerful student care. He was deeply committed to saving the lives of each student through the power of education. He will be greatly missed, but his legacy and dedication to the lives of students will live on in our work. Together, our goal is to continuously enhance and utilize our arenas of accomplishment-driven leadership, proving to each student and each teacher that they are both distinctive and irreplaceable is hard work. But being an educator is the noblest of all professions. Until next time, remember, we've got this.